Good afternoon, everyone. Chuck Ramsey, the Law Dog, here with you for the Western Oklahoma Sports Podcast, brought to you live on Facebook. We're on the Law Dog Sports Facebook page, so if you're streaming, be sure and comment. Let us know what you think about what we're talking about. And uh, I tell you, it was uh, I thought it was a raving success uh, the first week that we did it. You know, raving? Yeah, I mean, obviously people were happy about it. So, uh, anyways, John Matthews joining me as he did the first week, and also we've got Josh Jennings here with us, uh, formerly of the Clinton Daily News, and uh, also a bit of a aficionado of Western Oklahoma sports. But <laughs> I'm telling you, fellas, week zero was nothing but uh, very interesting and exciting in high school football in Western Oklahoma, and then I think week one, which I. It'll be week two in my mind, no matter what. Uh, week one should be as well. But John, how's how's this for a for a gig? Uh, our own Josh Jennings has to uh, be out covering Division Two women's cross country tonight in Tulsa. <laughs> that that the race will start at ten o'clock due to the heat. That what time does it start, Josh? So it starts, the first college race is at 10 with the women's are doing a three mile. And then the men starts at 1030 with the four mile, but at 745, they're doing a bunch of, they're doing some, uh, boys and girls high school meets. So oh, it's going to cool. be a long night. Uh, this is our second year doing it. It's called the distance after dark. So it's, it doesn't really have to do with the heat. Um, they're just, this is just kind of their fundraiser. This, okay. It's unique. And, um, I'm not much of a cross country guy, but you know, I'm looking forward to getting out there and, you know, just seeing what this oh, yeah. race is all about. And uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, I haven't read a lot of cross country articles. Um, so I'm going to be riveted to read yours. Cause I think that's gotta be difficult to fill some words. I, I not, not that it's, it's, I'm not saying it's not, yeah. and I'm not saying it's just that you either run fast or you don't, I guess, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. understand yeah. the strategy part or, yeah. you know, I mean, I you know, I know you probably got to pace yourself and then, you know, save some for the end. Maybe, I don't know, but, uh, you know. <laughs> either way I can, I can tell you this, uh, last Friday night I was at, uh, at Sanger, Texas watching the Sanger yeah. Indians take on, um, who were they playing? Ben Brook, Ben, Ooh, ben Brock, okay. Ben Brook. Now is that Texas three, a four, a four, a. Okay. Four. Yeah. We were at Sanger, which by the way, has a really cool, uh, big jumbotron. I wish all schools shout Sanger's out to the where the big outlet mall used to be. Right. Uh, no, I think it's a little, where is Singer north, north of Denton? Singer is north of Denton, yes. Yeah, yes. there used to be a big yep. big old outlet mall there. They might have torn it down now. I don't know. Maybe. I um can tell you that they it was 27-20. They're trailing at halftime. Uh but then they lost 40 what was it? 40 47 okay. 49-27. All right. So I don't know if that if that score <laughs> really meant a lot to you, but uh Well, speaking of Singer, cross country, last coach. thing last thing we'll say about cross country is Merritt is having their midnight mile, I think tonight uh over oh. in in M-Town. So uh, but wow. no, Sanger, Texas, they that they might have bumped up due to population increase because I thought back when I worked at KSEY they were a three A team, but uh, I don't. Yeah, know. they maybe like I said it, it's it's growing. That whole town is being destroyed and not destroyed is not the right word. Like just every road <laughs> being demol, demo, you yeah. know what I mean? Demolition, it, lots of demolition going on as they're preparing for progress, and as I thirty five is moving right through uh, there, and yeah, no, it's getting bigger and better. It's funny you say that because Texans have inevitably always bagged on on Oklahoma's roads. You know, mm -hmm. like my oh, line, you, it's across the border. You my know, alignment right knows that that I'm in Oklahoma or whatever. But here's the thing: my retort to that is Texas has the best roads in the country one lane at a time <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
you're talking to a guy has been driving on I-40 for the last six months. It's, it's been one lane oh, at yeah. a time. That yeah, oh, that's a nightmare. Gosh, yeah. Well, listen, we are streaming live on Facebook and Law Dog Sports. And if you're watching, give us a uh, comment if you got a question. But, John, uh, you've got to be super excited tonight because Division Two football gets started on the hilltop in Weatherford as the Swasu Bulldogs welcome those hated, hated, hated Wachita Baptist Tigers in the uh, – what is it? The Paul um, – the Paul Sharp Cup. Paul Sharp, Sharp Cup. Yeah, Paul Sharp Cup. Yeah. So which former... I learned because uh, this morning I'd said that the you know he'd coach for both schools, which yeah. I was technically right as in far as he was the O line D line coach back in 1979. I know you remember yeah, that. I was there. Uh, there and then he uh, played at Watchtall Baptist, and then he was yeah. the head coach at Swasu for a long time. In fact, he was the head coach uh, that recruited me when I came to play at Swasu. Really? And by came to play at Swasu, I mean I I did the whole red shirt thing. And then I found a job, thought I was rich and never played football again. Uh, but it definitely that being in college job. poor sucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. it takes away the whole college experience when you're like, Oh, I could go work. And then you have money from work and then you have no time to go do anything. <laughs> but that's when you had coach, uh, what Rocky, I think was on there. Coach, uh, Heldon was on there as well okay. under his staff. Coach Sharp, uh, was there. And yeah, no. So he was a head coach Wasu, but they've had the Paul Sharp cup for, for several years now. And it's a really cool thing. The road to the national championship begins tonight, Chuck. Now, I know I was a little too positive <laughs> last week, claiming all these state titles. Yeah, you, you got me out it. there on a limb with you. I did. I did. And it turns out um, I was wrong. Well, hey, not wrong. Just, it's non-district. It's non-district. It means nothing. You're right. But so back to Swansea tonight, they still, it's kind of like the Dallas Cowboy fan in me. We're still going to win a Super Bowl. It, it, my dreams haven't been crushed yet. So Coach McCoy has got them fired up. Yeah. And, and this is where the road begins. You got to win tonight if you want to win a national title. That's right. Josh, uh, I tell you, I'm excited about the Roselle McCoy Jr. era. And I just, I, I, I'm like John. I foresee positive things. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was always a big fan of uh, Coach McCoy when he was at Swasu. Um like, you know, he was always, you know, just like yelling at his players and, you know, getting after it because he cares so much about his players. And I thought he was a great defensive coordinator uh, for the Bulldogs when I was in college at Swasu. Um, But, you know, it's a great way to measure where you're at right now. I mean, it doesn't get any better than playing hosting Washita Baptist, who uh, consistently wins the GAC and uh, is in the mix for a national title in uh our region. So, um, like I said, it should be a lot of fun. Um, I obviously won't get to watch it since I'll be working at the cross country meet tonight, but I'll definitely be checking my phone for scores and, uh, updates as we go. Yeah. And uh, I think it, I can't just, I, it'll be fun to, you know, see my alma mater back in action tonight. Yeah. John, you'll be doing the public address announcing there. And if I remember right, they hung 63 on us last year, but it wasn't until late. If I remember right. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. You know, I've been practicing at home in front of the mirror. And my girls ask what's going on, but like touchdown Bulldogs. <laughs> I'm ready, man. I hope to say that a lot. I'm ready to do some winning. Uh, and I'm with you. You talk about Coach McCoy, and if if they all just play with his passion and his fire, boy, no kidding, uh, they can they can beat anybody. He believes yeah. they're going to outwork everybody. He believes uh, yeah. that they're going to be even better shaped than everybody. He believes uh, that they're just going to run people over. Like that's you know what I mean. Their mentality and it's a hey. huge difference. Have someone believes in you. And you know something else is I think he's got a staff that is just yep. right there in tune with him. Uh, Bob Majeski is uh, is an assistant, I believe. He's on Facebook, social media, constantly. Uh, sharing the good things about what's going on with the Swasu football program. So I'm excited. Uh, you know, even, you know, you go into the game, I'm like John, uh, until you, until that final 
you know, buzzer blows, you're not out of the national title contention. I don't care. That's right. <laughs> my God. We're going to be good. Come on. We, we, we're going, we went from, that's what I'm saying. Wins, what, two years ago? Yeah, I'm wins? agreeing with you. I mean, I'm just saying, I, I, you, you don't know you're not going to win a national title until you don't win a national title. Just ready for Swansea football to be good, man. I'm so desperate. The town's desperate. I mean, that's, those stands are full every yeah. single week out there. They get out and support the dogs. They get out and support the band. Uh, they've always got good things going on, whether it be a kickoff, whether it be homecoming, whether mm-hmm. it be senior night, whether it be a back to school. Like, yeah. There's always a good reason, and the tailgates are always fun. It's a, it's a good vibe, great vibe for D2. I wish I, I, I'm doing Weatherford softball uh, this afternoon, or I'd, I'd probably be down there trying to check it out. But I'll uh, I'll boogie home from Raider Park and uh, get set up on Bulldog TV with Mike Smith on the call and also on 95.5 The Coyote. And uh, John and Josh, I tell you, uh, it is a huge day for the beginning of fall sports for the Southwestern Oklahoma State University. Uh, volleyball is at the Midwestern State Invitational for uh, for their opening tournament. They're taking on the host team today. And then soccer is hosting Emporia State. They're nationally ranked. Uh, Mark Pearson has got a squad that he thinks is going to be not losing a step compared to what they were last season. And then also cross country up there is going to be visiting Josh at the Rogers state invitational. So yep. other than rodeo and golf, Swasu's got all barrels uh, kicking. It'll be fun to watch. I think, like you said, I'm ready in soccer, man. They're always good in volleyball too. I mean, I think Josh yeah. Collins may, uh, I don't know, insert bad thing to do if they finish in second place again in the conference. I think yeah. <laughs> he is sick and tired of that, and I can yeah. only imagine. Well, I mean, but they won the conference tournament last season, so yep. it was, you know, I, I think what he wants to see is start getting uh, getting past Central Missouri at the NCAA Regional, uh, according to his uh, the GAC Media Days. And I'll tell you something, you know, every time we have a little slip-up trying to do um, – our our podcast or simulcast or whatever you want to call it. I never feel that bad after the GAC conducts their media days because apparently they, they have as much problem with technology as I do. It's hard. It's hard sometimes. <laughs> hey, real fast, talk to me about that game today. I want to, the the softball game. Is this a is this a I mean a little light rivalry? Uh, it's not yet. Uh Clinton uh, second year for head coach Whitney Meshack. She's she's you know, they're struggling a bit. They've won one game so far this season. They they got a win against Kingfisher, so maybe that's a, a good tell. But uh, Weatherford's kind of a machine right now, and unless they go out and just try to sleepwalk and Clinton played outstanding, I, I don't see – I don't see much of a chance for the Lady Reds uh, and, and and Lady Eagles. I mean, are on fire. Well, that's they're, what I mean. They're they're just the clicking on all cylinders, and uh, they lost their they you know they lost a head scratcher at the beginning of the week against Cash. Uh, you know, softball is one of those sports guys that your offense you can have great pitching and defense, but your offense if if you're not if you're not supporting the pitcher, it, it can it can sneak up on you. And they dropped it. They dropped a short one to Cash, but then came yep. back and just blasted Bethany, which I know Josh felt from all the way up in Tulsa. Uh, but anyways, uh, that, Marley Teasley. <laughs> yeah. Marley Teasley. I didn't a, see that score. Yeah, Marley Teasley's a junior pitcher, and also she's been clacking with the bats. Uh, Harley Chisholm. She's a national national recruit. Uh, Daisy uh, Morris, the coach's daughter, she's a very good batter and, and fielder. They they've got a lot going on, and it'll be it'll be interesting to see if Clinton can. You know, Clinton's got some players, Cat uh, Meacham, Bailey yeah. Giblet. They they're going to go out there and compete. They're never not going to compete. But uh, softball will be. We'll see if it gets exciting. I, I'm hoping for an exciting game. 
Go yeah, um, I, I'd probably go with Weatherford on this one. Um, you know, it was kind of a big head scratcher to me. You know why? You know, Clinton softball had struggled throughout the years. Cause, I mean, they, they have some pretty good players. You know, last year, Kenzie Couch, she was a senior pitcher. Uh, she's playing at uh, Seminole State. Uh, you know, Cap Me, Jim Bailey, Giblet. Um, I mean, they, they have some some pretty good players. Um, I know they made regionals last year, which was a pretty big deal for them because it was a long time. But, uh, you know, they'll have to put some wins together if they want to make it to the regional tournament again. Yeah. Hey, let's get to what we're really here to talk about, guys, and that's high school football. <laughs> and and uh, week no zero, yeah, week zero. I love softball, but and I'll, I'll be doing it today on uh, Weatherford Eagles TV at Right Dot Media. But uh, week zero football was an interesting uh, array of result results, fellas, because uh, I did not see Clinton going up and and putting a shutout on Kingfisher and holding them to under a hundred yards total offense i think it was 88 was the total and then also on top of that uh weatherford just didn't seem ready for prime time against newcastle and i'm the voice of weatherford eagles football so it pains me to say that but uh it is non-district but still you want to go out and you want to punch somebody in the mouth and i think they've got to do that this week against kingfisher yeah, I think after watching Clinton, like you said, do their thing, and it was zero zero at halftime. Let's yeah. be clear, that wasn't. Yep. It, it, it takes a minute when it gets to that game going, uh, but it was literally watching the highlights of Clinton again. Clinton's being Clinton. They run left, they run right, they run up the middle. They hand it to their fullback. He's yeah. like sixty yards. They hand it to the the and what's what see on that? What two hundred yards? Mm-hmm. I think two touchdowns. Zayden Collins, yeah, he, Collins, he, he yeah. Was sorry, a, he was two hundred yards rushing. He was a he was a man among boys. I'm telling you, and, and he, he was just running load. people over. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And he was doing that in the first half. They just were kind of shooting themselves in the foot. Right. No, you're you're exactly right. And I think uh, I'm with you. I'm more surprised about the stagnant offense from Kingfisher, but you could argue that it's just a really good defense, right? That's what yeah, Clinton Reds would you. And it was. Coach Richard, Josh, you can probably attest to that. Coach Richard, <laughs> he, he's only he's only been there almost twice of your lifetime at Clinton. Yeah, so, uh, you know, he's he's got that defense knowing exactly what they're going to do. Yeah, he's uh, been there a long time for sure. He's a very good football coach, uh, knows the game um, really well. But, uh, you know, I, I watched uh, a little bit of that game Friday night, and, uh, you know, they look really, really good, you know, just like a typical Clinton football team, kind of like you guys said, you know, run left, run right, run up the middle, play good yeah. defense. But I thought Zayden Collins had a really good game. Uh, Race Elliott made some really good players on you know, after game coach, yeah, he, he gave his typical, he, you know, post game speech. You know, like, I'm happy with the win, but we, we've got he, a lot of work to do. Elliot, Elliot um, clubbed that one of those receivers. I mean, he, yes. he's lucky he didn't get a targeting because I think he launched himself. But he, I mean, he <laughs> depleted a receiver in, on in that first yeah. half. I was like, wow. And uh, so, yeah, Clinton came out to play. They were ready to hit somebody in the mouth. Uh, Weatherford, they've got to find that fire this Friday because uh, in the post game, coach, coach, um, roof, you know, said that maybe we maybe we've read a little little too much of our clippings, yeah. and nobody's just going to hand you a, a state title or even a district title. So you've got to get out there and and really punch somebody in the mouth. I think. Yeah, it's nice. I agree. I think it's nice seeing Weatherford uh, getting to play Kingfisher this week, and a, a kind of a, a little bit of a marker, right? And it kind of one of those. Uh, after watching Clinton do it, and now you kind of get to to okay, yeah. But, but does that really matter? Is it overrated? Like, I, I, I think game. I think as much as anything, you want to go out and execute. You don't want to. I mean, Weatherford left third. Left, Weatherford left six points on 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 the board off the board 
against Newcastle, two missed field goals, which normally special teams is is pretty solid for them. But uh, you go to half, and if you don't give up that touchdown, then you get your six points that you should have. You're you're seventeen thirteen at the half, and maybe maybe it's a little different feel for both teams. But uh, they've got talent. They they've just got to uh, they've got to get out there and just really impose their will. And that's any football team. Uh, but you know we'll we'll see what they do. But uh, it's going to be very interesting this week too because McGinnis comes to town to take on Clinton, and that's going to be a whole different ball of wax than dealing with Kingfisher uh, because I think McGinnis is probably uh, prepped to make a run at a five A title if possible. And with Clinton, you know they're going to do what they do. We may see what they have to do if if their if their bread and butter is not quite available. Yeah, McGinnis beats Putnam City last week, too. So, yep. I mean, it's a 6A school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty bad 6A school most of the time. But still, they, they're they going to go out and compete. Coach Coach uh, Higby told me, he goes, they've got a lot of talent. And, you know, and he, the yep. thing I love about Coach Higby, and Josh, you probably know this from being at the Clinton Daily News for five minutes, but uh, <laughs> before, hey, before you bail, five months. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the great thing about Coach Higby is he will speak truth. He's not he's not yeah. a coach speak guy, and he he used the R word when referring to uh, McGinnis, and that was the recruiting. And <laughs> so, yeah. And then also, they've got an offensive yeah. coordinator that's a former Clinton Red Tornado. Yeah, um, you know, I think McGinnis is going to be a really good team. I know they lost uh, River Warren there quarterback last year transfer to um Dell City. Um but I still think they'll be really, really good. And you know, last year, you know, Coach Higby said pretty much the same thing. Uh, I think he used the word recruitment. I can't remember, but uh <laughs> yeah. they, they have a lot of one way players wrong. which you really don't see in high school football that yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah he does speak truth um you know sometimes he's a little bit hard to talk to after a loss. But uh you know I think all coaches are but, he's a little bit hard to talk to after yeah, a win. Yeah <laughs> he's, he's just not happy, yeah. you know but, uh, yes, but yeah, but outside of football season, you know, during football season two, you know, Coach Higby was awesome. You know, oh, I love him. Sit there love and him. talk with you, and he's a great guy for sure. I, I yeah. miss him a lot. But so Thursday night football tonight, fellas, Elk City hosts um, Bridge Elks. Creek, and the Big Elks. Uh, yep. I made a mistake on the sports cast this morning, John. It, it, I didn't. Apparently, I forgot to mention it's a Thursday night game, not a Friday night game. But oh yeah, you know they're on another network. So why would I? Uh, why would I mention that they're playing and, and maybe <laughs> maybe West Oklahoma baby? We're, we maybe, think, uh, yeah. I don't want to take away from a potential viewer of Swasu football is the thing. So you know, <laughs> I think you could argue those are two different markets. So I think we'll be okay. No, sure. both the uh, battle of the undefeateds right tonight. Both want to know. Both uh-huh. want handily. Yeah. Bridge Creek got a big win against Lexington, which they're 2A. But, uh, you know, those District 2 teams in Class 4A, I just want to see all of them lose all the time. Uh, I, I hate them all. Well, I take, I don't hate Blanchard per se, but give me a season of football. I might hate them afterwards, but I hate Newcastle. hate Tuttle. <laughs> hate them all. Hey, district two. I hate you. Stop it. You stop. <laughs> no, that's stop well my within my right to hate district two. No, we don't hate. Hate's a wasted emotion. We've discussed okay. this. All right. Nothing good comes from it, <laughs> but okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of with you on the hating, you know, Beth or the hating Tuttle Blanchard and, uh, Newcastle finder, <laughs> but, uh, you you be be careful with Bethany. I'm a Bethany grad. <laughs> well, yeah, you are, and that's why I threw that out there because I had to sit through that beatdown they gave our girls oh, yeah. last season in basketball. So, and then watch them. Well, they beat us down twice, really. Uh, one in area and one in the regular season. But uh, speaking of the R word, but no, I won't go into that. But anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, Josh, you're a member of the press, and uh, or and 
do you still do you still have connections with the Associated Press at all through through Scorebook Live or anything? Yes, I uh, still still okay. am writing for um, Scorebook Live. Uh, I just finished a uh, this story should come out in a couple of weeks, but it's about some of the top linebackers in Oklahoma. Um, okay. I also write for the Claremore uh, progress when I can. So okay. yeah, I, I stay busy and, you know, so, keep writing about sports when I can for sure. Explain me this. Why can I not find the Oklahoma prep football rankings on the associated press website? And I'm not the only one. It's like they, they released yeah. a story on the 21st for rankings. There was no rankings in the story and now there's just nothing. What, what's the deal with that? Uh, you know, so it's funny you say that because when I was at the Clinton Daily News, you know, we ran the uh, AP uh, football rankings, too. And sometimes, you know, they took a while to get the rankings out. Um, so, like I said, it may just they should have them out by now. Um, but I remember like sometimes it'd be like maybe like Wednesday or Thursday and sometimes when they yeah. finally have them posted or sometimes, you know, the site was down for a day or two. But um, well, I've seen nothing yeah. and it's getting kind of ridiculous. Hey, guys, yeah. uh, Marty Wondry checking in. And I don't know if I'm allowed to mention his establishment. Uh, liquor store yeah <laughs> since we're <laughs> since we're talking high school sports i don't know if there's a buffer there or anything like that maybe nah, sponsor but i love marty wandry and i'll tell you what guys i yep. will say this uh dennis smith alan bryson and marty wandry are are one of the best broadcasts of football yes. that you're going to find absolutely yeah when i was at the clinton paper i enjoyed working alongside with them yeah you know, they would always send me stats Help me out if I got a question about something, and I definitely appreciated it. So apparently, Alan Bryson is is just a, a, an amazing guy with the stats. So kudos yeah. to him, and and I, I maybe I need to, John. I think I probably need to take some lessons from him to uh, try to try to improve my stat keeping. But uh, you know, it's going to be interesting. We'll see how Weatherford bounces back after the uh, week zero loss and against a uh, a hated opponent. I think I think it's fair to say we, we all hate Kingfisher. You know, oh, yeah. I'll say this though: they are so <laughs> hospitable when you go there, and oh, they are. Oh yeah, yeah. Last I year, the fans are a bunch of jerks. Fans, I I don't know so much, but but staff well, and administration, fans are, but they they do have good hospitality. Oh yeah, yeah. hospitality room there. You First night, real suckers for a good green room. That's all that yes. is. I'm telling you, uh, you you're talking yep. my lingotty. Uh, <laughs> you know, but going up there last year for the Kingfisher tournament, yep. I remember. When, go ahead. I was going to say, kind of like, you know, their hospitality was really good. Um, hospitality room was awesome. You know, they had Aishans. There you go. That's where I was going. That was really good. Yeah. Yep. You throw Aishans out at me. Room. I can overlook Absolutely. a lot. <laughs> so, but, hey, uh, <laughs> yep. Class A matchups this week. Uh, Thomas Terriers will host Alva from Class 2A, and I think they got a win over Purcell last week, if I'm correct. And then also uh, Sayer is off this week after they put the beat down on Cordell uh, last Ooh. week. Really could have named their score, but they, they, pulled, they pulled off the gas mercifully. And then also some other teams that, that we don't necessarily broadcast, but like Merritt, uh, they got beat pretty good by Hinton last week. And then also with Tonga and Thomas. Thomas, Thomas won an O after a 19-12 after to 12 win over, uh, over with Tonga. Yes. Thomas Terriers once uh once uh, they get a new play by kid play guy all of a sudden uh, they turn it on. <laughs> you think I haven't heard that this week? Oh, I bet, I bet, man. I'm telling you, I'm excited for them. They've got to yeah. be excited in that town. That town's meant to be to have a good football team. I mean, they love they they get out, they support their team, they do so much for it. The whole town shuts down. They travel well. Yes. Uh, just get them a product on the field, and that's what's been. But now that Chuck Ramsey's gone, let's go. Oh, yeah. Terry. Yeah. Mike Crow steps in, they win, and then I start at Weatherford, and they lose. So tell, yeah. tell yeah. me that hasn't been floating around. 
<laughs> oh, it's definitely been floating there. I've heard people calling from your job. Is there a for sale sign outside the house? <laughs> They're run out, run, run out the law dog. <laughs> we are the Western Oklahoma Sports Podcast. I'm Chuck Ramsey, the law dog. John Matthews and Josh Jennings here with us. Hey, guys, uh, as we start to close out this episode, just wanted to give a big shout out to the University of Houston. Uh, Dana Holgerson, uh, I always kind of question his sanity or his uh, level-headedness, but Take a look if you get online at the uh, at the Houston Oilers themed uniforms that the Cougs will be rolling out this week, baby. It's yes, that, that just warms my heart. Yeah, even though you know Houston's main colors aren't uh, you know uh, yeah. light blue, um, I still think it looks really good. You know, trimmed with the red. Love you, blue baby. And I think the red helmet's the up. So yeah, I guess John, it'll be you- fun to see their uniforms and what they look like. John, are you old enough to remember the Love You Blue at all? Oh, yeah, it looks really good. The Tennessee Titans. I love it. I love that uniform. It's one of my favorite uniforms in the league. No, I mean, the old Oilers Love You Blue. I mean, no, jerk. Yes, yeah, no, actually, I, we, uh, that kind of happened with me as a kid when that was a big controversy when they moved. Yeah. Uh, the actual Oilers actually are in Tennessee now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, but they, uh, we got to play my state championship in 2002, uh, was in the Astrodome. Oh, uh, they, wasn't, they weren't at Reliant? No, well, and I lied. I apologize. 1999. <laughs> I just gave me an extra state championship. I was going to say that. The 1999 say state championship was in uh, the Astrodome. So how many uh, torn ACLs on that old turf? And it was bouncy. It was nuts. You, you run around on that field, and it, there's so many hollow spots. That yeah. You could hear the hollow echo as you were running. <laughs> it was it was different. It's like the sure. old uh, Boston Gardens with that old parquet floor. They said that Larry Bird knew all the dead spots to avoid. So Yeah, yeah, um, I don't know. There was a bunch of them. Half the their turnovers were, were from players cut, dribbling uh, over dead spots. Yeah, no, no, no. There was... No, it was it was very interesting to play. And speaking of playing real fast, she shout out to Houston. Shout out to Nebraska uh, for setting the record last yeah, night. Ninety thousand fans plus. Uh, yes, that was. Now I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember, but I didn't get to watch it, but I saw some of the highlights. Yeah, Nebraska is a sleeping giant in my book. I I don't know that you know it may be in the seventies. You had the fish that saved Philadelphia with Dr. J in that movie, you may have the uh, softball pitcher that saved Nebraska because her, her transferring back from OU, it might start a wave of potential. Now they, they've got to keep some players out of the jail blotter, but that, but Nebraska, you never know. They, they could return to blue blood status. Had a bunch of friends that just, just begged. They went up to the game last year and Nebraska fans are just so desperate to have a good football team. Oh yeah. Yeah. Already. And they're the, they're really the best fans you're ever going to encounter. And, and I say that from back in the days when I was a police officer on the South side of Oklahoma city, they liked to party, but they were never rude or disrespectful. And, uh, the local, the local spirit establishments loved them too, because they, they spent the money on booze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a, that was OU's big win last year, right? Before we knew Nebraska. Yeah. Was they were three and oh on the way to the national title. And, uh, then, oh, then kind of yes. woke up. All right. Prediction time, fellas. Yeah. And we'll start with you, Josh. Give me a prediction for Clinton, Weatherford and a college game of your choice. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So I'll start with uh, Quentin. You know, they host uh, Bishop McGinnis. Um, I'm going to say Bishop McGinnis wins that game. Uh, I'll go Boo! Boo! 35, Quentin 17. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I deserve that. And then um, for the Weatherford Kingfisher game, uh, I think, I think Weatherford will bounce back. You know, Coach Roof is a great football coach. He'll come put the game plan. Um, I think they'll get the ball to DJ Nixon a little bit more than they did. So I go Weatherford wins 28 to 14. Okay. And then for 
a college game. Oh man, this is a tough choice. Um, you know what? I'm going to go Colorado at TCU. Ooh, prime time. Go and, ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Give it to us again and see so, you're, you're um, buffering a little bit. I like what D- All right. Having we trouble with Josh. uh, Josh's signal there. Uh, yeah. They got probably all that cinder block. It's probably all that cinder block behind you. It's uh, the RSU faithful. Yeah. <laughs> Give us that. Give us that college prediction. Col- yes. TCU and Colorado. One more time. Um, I'm going to go. Oh, TCU wins uh, 42 to 28 over Colorado. Oh, 42 28. Okay, so uh, Coach Sonny Dykes doesn't let Dion come into uh, Fort Worth no. and and dictate anything. All right, John, uh, we'll go with you, Clinton, Weatherford, and then a college game of your choice. Uh, I like the idea of, of uh, Clinton rolling Bishop McGinnis, by the way. Hey, man. And by rolling, I mean, I, no, they're going to win that game. I, there's no doubt. I give it the the <laughs> the whole private school, the whole recruiting, the whole. But until they lose a game, you're not going to convince me that anybody has a possibility of beating Clinton. And, and I think they're going to do exactly what Clinton does, play great defense. I think Bishop McGinnis gets shut down pretty early, maybe gets 13 points. Uh, and I see Clinton winning that game 2013, 2013, something like that. All right. I like it. Uh, Weatherford has to bounce back. And I'm with you, Josh. I don't understand how they don't get the ball to CJ more. I know they've got a bunch of talent or CJ Nixon. And I don't, don't understand how that's not just their number one play every drive. Like first down, we're going to throw it up to CJ. I, and then we'll see what happens for our next ones. You know, most people always have their opening script. It will be past the CJ left, past CJ right, past CJ over the middle. Uh, and by then we should have scored three touchdowns. So it it should, what, what was the struggle last week? Chuck with that was it just not just not uh, time uh, to throw the ball? The the timing was a little off, and uh, I think a little more pressure uh, outside than what they were anticipating. You know, it seemed like. And here's the way Coach Roof explained it, and we'll get back into some analysis here. But the thing about week zero is scrimmages, film you see on scrimmages don't mean anything. The, they're everybody's running Manila. They're just trying to go out and get guys used to hitting somebody besides their own teammates. So Newcastle threw a few looks at them that they weren't quite uh, familiar with, and there was a lot of pressure off the edges. They've got some good defensive ends at at Newcastle, but uh, a lot of tape to look at for Kingfisher to see what they're going to do. They're not going to be able to change up that much, even though you know they obviously they probably had to load the box more against Clinton than they maybe will against yeah. uh, Weatherford. But still, uh, I I like Weatherford in this. Also, uh, it may be a little closer than what the Eagle Nation wants to see, but get you know get the win and get the they had an eight game win streak against Kingfisher going until last season, and so let's get another streak going against the Yellow Jackets. Love it. And then um, I'll be a gun on a limb here. OU rolls uh, Arkansas State. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, didn't you really step out there? Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, it's either that or Swasu wins uh, 35 to 21 yeah. against the Watchdog Bears. There you That's go, baby. Right. Let's go. All right. I'm going to say Clinton rolls McGinnis. Awesome yeah. I'll say Clinton beats McGinnis. I'm going to say it's probably uh, like a 17 to 10 score something like that uh big big rushing night but defensively i think clinton's just going to be clinton and i and i think they i think they were under the radar enough last season you know with with a season that by their standards to clinton standards you know you lose in triple overtime in the second round of the playoffs and everybody in clinton's like you know bummed out that's that's some that's some team's dream season 
So I think they've got motivation. I think they've got horses this season that they that people maybe weren't expecting. So I'll be surprised if they lose this one, especially at home in the Tornado Dome, seventeen uh, ten Clinton. Weatherford comes out, and I think they execute well in the first half. I think defensively they'll tighten down. I would probably say a uh, a twenty one to seven win for Weatherford. And then college, I'm going to go out and say that Utah, uh, the future Big Twelve member. They play tonight, in fact, so I'm I'm cutting it into the eleventh hour. But uh oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that Utah at home against Florida, which it's not an upset, but still, you know, everything SEC gets gets blown out. Uh Utah at home against Florida, I'll say they roll big forty two to seventeen. There you go. Colorado wins by game, by the way, Josh, in case you're wondering. <laughs> uh, don't, don't ever go against prime time. Hey, guys, we got to get out of here. So thanks so much for uh, getting on here. Josh, <laughs> we'll catch you down the road, bud. Enjoy cross country tonight. Oh, yeah. Yep. You guys enjoy the Weatherford Clinton softball game. And hopefully we're talking about a uh, Swasu football episode over Washita soon. That's right. Okay. John, I tell you, uh, be sure and talk to your partner tomorrow and let her know that we're really. Happy that uh, her her oldest is getting quite a few snaps for the Eagles. And uh, did she did she tell you about the Newcastle PA announcer last week? Uh, yes, it was. Oh, now I forgot already. What, what was it? They called him Avion. Avion. Avion Nalen. Nalen. <laughs> and and uh, Jared Jones, my my color commentator, he, he said, "How how do you get Avion from Avry?" <laughs> it's like I, you know and they had the same roster we have i mean it was so uh anyways it was it was kind of funny but uh he's going to get some snaps they're going to go deeper into their bench uh i think also due to a few injuries and things like that but we'll look forward to it john have a good uh pa announcing tonight at the uh milam stadium and man i'm, I'm hoping you're calling a lot of uh swasu touchdowns Lots of touchdowns, and it'll be happening, too. If you can't make a softball game, you're going to be out there in the tailgate in the parking lot. So I'll meet you out there. Sounds great. All right. He's John Matthews. We want to thank Josh Jennings for joining us. I'm Chuck Ramsey, the Law Dog. This is the Western Oklahoma Sports Podcast. Be sure and tune in to our broadcast on Apple and Google Podcasts and also our Facebook Live. Be safe out there. Enjoy some football. Stay cool. Watch out for the heat. And we will talk to you next week.